everyone, welcome to another episode of Give Me Back My Action Movies, the podcast. I'm Dan, and of course with me is Charlie. That's me. That, that is you. It is me. Alright everyone, first and foremost, I will talk about the elephant in the room, or therefore the frog in my throat, I guess I should say, as I'm dealing with a little bit of a head cold. So uh, I will sound a little nasally and a little gravelly voiced, but I am still here because Charlie said I had to be. Dan's just trying out his sexy voice tonight. That's what he's trying to do. Well, it may be sexy, but it hurts like hell. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So <laughs> anyway. It's not sexy. <clears throat> no, not not much is. No. Charlie, this uh this week's episode is one that kind of just we I don't know, we just kinda I I kind of threw a couple out this one. We landed on this one. Yeah, this was uh Dan, we need to pick an episode like <laughs> four days ago yeah yeah and, right and he says uh how about one of these three and navy seals was one of them and i'm like ooh, navy uh, seals. yeah ooh, navy seals <laughs> i was like uh we have to do navy seals this kind of hits the um spectrum of 80s and 90s action hero characters and multiple genre of movies you know Oh yeah, we will talk about that a little bit later in this movie as we oh, start yeah. to re- oh, yeah. in this episode as we start to review things. Um, first of all, a little peek behind the curtain: we have been doing a lot of work here on the, this side of the microphone, uh, and have a lot of things in the works for you. So that's one of the reasons we didn't talk about an episode for four days is be- until four days until we recorded because we've been busy doing other stuff. Yeah, I guess I, we can, I'll just go ahead and say in what seems like one night, we built a podcast network. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> coming up in the, coming up in the not so distant future, the give me back my action movies podcast will be morphing into a give me back podcast network affiliation group. Yeah. <laughs> we just so, stuck with the name, but we, yeah. We are going to be developing some more shows in-house and we're bringing a few shows within the fold and it's not a stretch of the imagination, which ones that are coming in. Um, they're still their shows. They still have their own subscriptions. They do their thing. We're just pretty much going to promote each other. That's kind of what it comes down to. Um, we're still working out the logistics, uh, working on a website working on social media so kind aspect of, uh, of things so yeah the the other groups are kind of like the affiliates yeah you could kind of say uh, like yeah. affiliates sister stations stuff like that but yeah they filled categories that i didn't want to f- do because they do it better you know it's i i didn't want to start a monster show when we have sludge over at sludgecast doing the monster movie stop now I didn't want to do making fun of bad movies all the time. I'm sure we're going to on yeah, this show. Everyone's going to do some movies. Don't worry about it. But you know, Pete and everyone over at good beer, bad movie night, night. Um, they already do it and they do it so well. So, yep. and we have the wrestling show with my cousin, Jimmy that, you know, live and in color with Wolfie D. Um, so we're going to build our own. We are, we've already announced that we're doing the horror podcast. Uh, we're actually, Correct. as of this recording, we are recording Saturday and 
we will be releasing it on the 30th of September. So you will hear this before that episode drops so that it's not like I'm talking past tense or super far in the future. Um, So that's happening. And we have a few yet to be announced projects in the work that are part of our network. Correct. We have an additional, um, See what what kind of information can I tell tease people with? Okay, so we will have uh one two more shows that are going to be definite that we are already working on pre-production elements for. Yep. We have a third show that is in um early stages blue of blue sky, yeah, yeah, blue sky idea phase of the program. It will be coming along sooner than later. Uh, but we haven't even really started pre-production on that yet. No, uh, the goal is hopefully by the end of this year, start of next year, everything will be up and running. Correct. So, so and, and like uh, Charlie hinted at last uh, week's episode, the you won't have to really change a lot of subscriptions or anything like that. So no. this this feed that you're already subscribed to, you will be getting this podcast along with the horror podcast. Yep. And they will pretty much be uh, every other week. So one yeah, week we're you're going to get this, the next week you're going to get horror and so on and so forth. Yeah, we're going to um, have that. And then uh, we're working on one of the other projects is at least a monthly show that uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited about. I think and that'll drop on this feed too, right? That'll stay on this yep. feed. That, it's okay. kind of being the action horror feed. Right. You know? And then the, uh, the we are going to start a second feed. Uh, that you will have to subscribe to. I mean, if, if you want, we hope you will. Uh, and that will have two of the other shows that we are working on yep. will be on that feed. Yep. So there will be two feeds. And then, of course, please subscribe to the affiliate shows, uh, the Monster Movie Stomp Down, Could Be a yep. Bad Movie Night, and Live and in Living Color with Wolfie D. Live and in color with Wolfie In color. What so in living color. In living color. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Damon Wayne still from uh, uh, Last Boy Scout, I guess. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, so yeah, so definitely. So we're only going to be adding one feed through our particular realm here. Yeah. But make sure you branch out and catch all the other ones as well. And then if you're listening to this, make sure you get on the Facebook group because that's where all the information that's already established, established. So you're going to be getting all the jumping off information there. Yeah. Once we get the website built then we will be able to tell you all the other stuff that way too. But just stick with us on the on the Facebook group for now. That'll be your main source of info. Yeah. For the that, foreseeable future. That's pretty much it. And that's uh that's kind of the behind the scenes look at what we've been working on here. So and we still try to put out a episode every two weeks. So we're just <laughs> we think Charlie people want where I live. I do know Well, you know where I, you will you will come and get me. So it's a we long drive, it. but I will come and get you actually you need to drive are you going to drive up here soon i've got something for you or do i have to send it uh you might as well hang on to it i'll probably be up there for the holidays but uh, okay. we're going to give a big shout out to our brother cody who's going to be celebrating his first year anniversary this weekend wow, and i that didn't take long no and you know what <laughs> that was the last time i was in ohio was i came up for his wedding so that's why that's i'm going to just go ahead and say it now it's like i haven't been in ohio for a year and congratulations to those two yep congratulations guys also um as the recording of this so when you hear it it'll be past tense but 
Happy birthday to Nate. Yep. My co-host, co-host on the, the horror show. Horror show. Yep. So, all right. I think that's enough, uh, enough shout outs to people. That's, that's, that's enough shop right? talk. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. We're good with shop talk. All right. Well, this movie, uh, of course, as you see in the little, uh, description box, there is the 1990 film Navy seals, Navy seals, one hour and 53 minute runtime rated R for ridiculous in some manners. Uh, Navy seals <clears throat> released July 20th, 1990. And it was a estimated budget of $20 million. It's opening weekend in the U S and Canada. They made crap <laughs> about six and a half million dollars is all they made their opening weekend. The worldwide gross was t- only just over 25 million. So this mm. movie did not make a lot of money. It didn't blow the socks off of people. No, it did not. Um, and we will kind of tell you why we think that is. Uh, yeah, this as is, we this, talk about this, <laughs> this is going to be a little bit different. One of our, uh, reviews slash, uh, uh, talk about type movies. This one, yeah, we, we've already had a long conversation today about it, so we're going to kind of re- yeah. retouch on some topics we want to bring up. Well, it's funny because this is one of the movies that um, I saw in a theater when I was when I was younger, ninety. So that was oof, uh, middle school, I guess. I was still junior high, maybe um, like thirteen or fourteen. Right well, see, I graduated in ninety five, so this was. Yeah, this would have been eighth grade, seventh grade, somewhere in that yeah. range. So I saw this in a theater with a buddy of mine. And when I saw it, I remember I liked it, you know, quite a bit. And I've seen it a handful of times since then. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not one of those ones where I watch over and over again, like Starship Troopers or some of the other uh, unnamed features that we have not covered yet on this show. Yeah, we will. Uh, but Navy SEALs is one that I'm always like, yeah, it's, it's Navy SEALs. I know what this one is. So for the first time of seeing it in probably five or six years or so, I'm watching it and going, huh? All right. Okay. Fresh eyes on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and I talked about that earlier today and we will continue to talk about that, but let me go ahead and throw a quick synopsis together for those of you unfamiliar with the movie Navy SEALs. It is exactly what you think it is. It's about a Navy SEAL team that goes on a rescue mission and finds out that a Middle Eastern terrorist group now has shoulder-mounted stinger missiles. Yep. And because of the um, accessibility of these missiles, they can use them anywhere, pretty much. And they have to go back and destroy or recapture these missiles, get them out of the hands of the terrorists. That's it. That's the, that's the, that's the, the synopsis of this movie. That's, that's basically the, the storyline of this yeah. and it's real simple. There's no back plots, secondary plots, backstory. There's kind of, they try to throw two elements into it that kind of make you go, Oh, nah, uh, Ooh, it feels, but you know, it's, it's just, it, it's a real basic testosterone filled machine gun battle play army guys in the backyard with your buddies as a kid movie well i think all i think all you need to do is play the trailer and then we're done right 
I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty simple. That's pretty yeah. cut, and, cut and clean right there. Pretty no, much. Let's, so, uh, let's, uh, let's play the yeah. trailer for them, and then let's dig into this a little bit. All right, I'll hit this. Look, I have a commitment to the team. Yeah, well, the teams aren't going to last forever. I'm sorry, guys, but I cannot be a part of this funeral procession. I'm out of here. See you later! When danger is its own reward. We move out together, only together. There are men who will go anywhere. You guys are crazy. Proud of it, baby. Dare anything. We're SEAL Team. We're here to get you out. They're Navy SEALs. It's anyone alive. An elite fighting force. You don't gotta love it, you just gotta do it. Who don't know how to lose. Navy SEALs are paid to take risks. They're paid to die if necessary. We go in there, we hit them, and forget them. What we do. There's more to it. Come on, Lieutenant. What are the SEALs up to? Nothing special. Training. Sounds like fun. One is a leader. Let me take my team back in there. The other, a daredevil. That's Hawkins. That's normal? No, that's abnormal. I told you to stay put. What do you want from me, huh? You still don't get it, do you? You're looking for a rush. I hope you got it. Together, they're America's designated hitters against terrorism. You're involved. I don't create the news. I report it. If America kills our people, then our people will kill Americans. I'm going to Lebanon, baby. That's all you got to know. Born to risk. We're going to have company. God, it just got bigger. Trained to win. This doesn't look good. It just got worse. Charlie Sheen. Michael Biehn. Joanne Wally Kilmer. Navy Seals. Wow. I just had to play that, that music at the beginning again one more time. Even I was, the trailer was cheesy and horrible. <laughs> I was going to say, did they literally carry out that trailer with that piano? No, I did that one more time. Just because. Mm, mm, even okay, so they're America's designated hitters. Horrible. No, is it because Charlie Sheen was, had just been in Major League? Is that why you threw that out there? He was a pitcher in Major League. Okay, I know he's a pitcher. In Major League. He's wild thing, man. He's the wild thing. This movie. Okay, so that trailer, first of all, yeah, that that trailer is one of the worst um, trailers that we've played on this show. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. No, it, it's really it bad. Didn't generate feels. It mm-hmm. you weren't hyped, and we're gonna we're gonna get into that because this yeah, that's a, uh, that's a problem that plagues this movie. Okay, let's talk about some of the positives of this movie. Oh, there's a lot. Excuse me again. Don't don't get us wrong. There are a no. lot of positives. Okay, let's start with the director. The director's name is Louis Teague. He directed Cujo and The Jewel of the Nile, were the two big ones before Navy SEALs. All right? I liked The Jewel of the Nile. I thought that was a good flick. Yeah. I'm sure you saw Cujo. Oh, yeah, I've seen Cujo. Never saw Cujo. Really? Um, no, I never did see Cujo. I saw Silver Bullet. Okay. I've seen Pet Cemetery. Well, I mean, I've seen some Stephen King movies is my point. Okay, I get, I get what you're Christine, stuff like that. Everybody has um, Christine. I love that movie. No, it's a great movie. Um, to this day, I still, whenever I hear, I hear you knocking, but you can't come in, I think of Christine. Yeah. Love it. The two writers for this movie, one being Chuck Ferrer, 
this was his big, this was his first writing credit. If you look it up, but after this, he wrote dark man as a screenplay. Love it. Did hard target. Love it. Barb wire, the Mm. jackal virus and red planet. So he wrote some things that people know. The jackal's actually good. I like that one. Bruce Willis. Oh yeah. 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 Um, and then Gary Goldman, not Gary yeah. Oldman, not to be confused with Gary Oldman, Gary Goldman, Charlie first looked it up, thought it was Gary Oldman. That would have been awesome. Though. I was like, this thing jumped to Leong just because it was Gary Oldman, but it wasn't. <laughs> well, Gary Goldman, his first big writing credit is one of my all time favorites. Big trouble in little China. Uh, it's, I love that movie. It's fantastic. And then he did the screenplay for total recall again. Love that movie. Th- then Navy seals. Yeah, I like it. Um, <laughs> yeah. One called Next, which I'm not familiar uh, with off Nick my head. Cage, that's the Nick Cage, and was it Jessica Biel, I mm. think, was in that. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. Um, the remake of Total Recall, Garbage. he still got, you know, he got credit for that. And an announced remake of Big Trouble in Little China. The thing's been announced for like three years, so we'll see whatever happens from it. It, it at one point had the rock attached. To be what, Jack? Yeah. Nah, it, that ain't gonna work for me because Jack no. was a everyman. Exactly. So. Mm, yeah, that, I mean, no. I, I was not, I'm hoping that that was just a rumor or they were just trying to get some people involved. Like, you know how right, you it, attach a name and then <laughs> people will get involved. Sure. If you're going to give me the rock in that, fine. But you got you can't do me dirty on egg, and you can't do me dirty on Lopan. David Lopan. Yep. Those two have got to be spot on casting. David, and Lopan, I don't know Mr. off the top of my head. <laughs> Shut up, Mister Butt. I can't tell you right now off the top of my head who should play those two. I have no clue. I, I don't even want to try to attempt to cast that right now. But Big Trouble in Little China, one of my all-time absolute favorite films. Uh, also, um, to uh, a film role for two of our, well, one of our extended buddies through your Instagram. I, I am friends with a guy that was in uh, Big Trouble in Little China, Gerald Akamura, mm-hmm. um, through social media. I mean, but we yeah, have yeah. we have talked on private message and also, so it's not like. Oh, I got a friend or I follow this no. guy. I have no, actually, you know, through typing and text talked with Gerald. He's a nice guy. Um, and then we and have of course our patron St. Alion. Patron St. Alion, which I'm I'm work I'm now one step away from Alion. So, you know, Charlie <laughs> Gerald Alion. So I'm trying to bridge that gap. Is that the way it works? <laughs> That's I'm open. That sounds pretty good. Okay. Fingers crossed. That. Fingers crossed. So those are two of the or three rather with the director, three of the big reasons that this movie should have been good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so let, been, wait, uh, should have been better. Okay. Well, let's do this. This is going to be totally different than anything we've ever done on the show. And that's because that's this movie. Yep. We're going to run through the action movie checklist. Yeah. Okay. You ready? You ready? Sounds good. Ready okay. Go. <clears throat> Awesome, awesome cast. Yes. Guns. Oh, yeah. Military. Yeah. Helicopters. Yeah. Explosions. Mm, Yeah. Terrorists. Mm, Yeah. 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 Car chases. 
<laughs> yeah, car chase even. Uh and and uh a halo jump. Halo jump. So we have uh I don't want to call sky skydiving sounds like it's recreational. But submarine. We have submarine. We have armored vehicle. Armored vehicle. We have aircraft carrier. We mm-hmm. have a Spanish um, aircraft carrier, but yeah. It, well, um, it's fine, it's fine. We uh, have one li- uh, one liners. One liners. Mm-hmm. Navy SEALs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in the name, so you would hope we would have it. <laughs> yeah. A, na- a Navy SEAL training montage. That's pretty good. So we have a montage in this. A somewhat of a love interest, not really, but there is, yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah. There is a woman to look at that's yeah. supposed to be somewhat attractive. Um, Let's see. A hothead. Yeah. Cool under pressure guy. Yeah. Medic. <laughs> yes, everyone had their role in the SEAL team. Yeah, yeah. Uh let's see. What else do we need in a in, in the action movie checklist? Because uh, we've checked it all. You need a kick ass song. <laughs> Did you hear the sarcasm in my voice when I said kick-ass song, by the way? No, because I'm over here headbanging to it. Struck like light, or strike like lightning by Mr. Big. Yes, folks, the I just want to be with you guys or that band. So we have our, our rock ballad credit closing song. That was key in the 80s and 90s. Check. So, we're just going to let it play. The reason we're bringing this up is this movie checkboxes every single thing that should make an action movie the greatest that's ever been. Like, they they had it in front of them going, yes. Yeah, more of that. More. Yes, more. And this movie falls flat. This is what this movie needs. Medic! There you go. It was not great. But that's what's funny is that but, uh, I, I, I called you today and I went, hey, man, Navy SEALs. And you're like, yeah. And I go, not great. And you went, yeah. And I went, yeah. it was great good it was fine it was enjoyable to watch it wasn't like you know no it's horrible it wasn't bad necessarily it's, it's entertaining but like you said it should have what did we say today it's like yeah it's a steak but it's a steak from sizzler yeah it's not good you know i mean and, and that's what's weird because let's talk about the cast for just a second yeah let's start with the cast Charlie Sheen, Michael who was Bean. hot, hot in the late 80s, early 90s. Hey, this, look, man, I don't judge if you think Charlie Sheen is no, hot. No, no, no. Seriously, or... though, Charlie Sheen was an A-list oh, yeah. actor in his prime. And I mean, I, I won't list every movie, but what I want to do is 
starting from let's see what what let's say you, let me, young, let me go. let's say young guns well red dawn in, in 84 that's that was early i know it's awesome but he okay this is where we start the wraith because right after it, he did platoon so you have from 86 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 movies till we get to Navy SEALs, 86 to 1990. Four years, 15 movies. And, and they're not like nothing movies. You know, no, this that's is including stuff like Wall Street, Young Guns, Major League, um, uh, well, you got Navy SEALs up there. You platoon, know, you had you know, platoon. Um, and then he, he before that even did, like I said, Red Dawn. He was uh, a movie called The Boys Next Door. If you've never yeah. seen, yeah, kind of wild. Like actually, it kept going after the '90s too. I mean, that's when we started getting the rookie hot shots, Major League Two. Um, you know, the, the Three, three Musketeers. Musketeers. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, one. We both man. loved that movie. Oh yeah, we might have to do that one. I know it's like PG, but I love Disney's version of Three Musketeers with Oliver Platt, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, um, Charlie Sheen, uh, Chris O'Donnell. There it is. Cart- I was like, I was I running through he, my I head. Thought he was going to be a megastar. He did the Batman's, and he did Bat Nipples Robin. He did that, and I think he did some kind of. Uh, like climbing movie, like vertical limit or something. I don't know. He just kind of fell off the face know. of the map. We may have to talk about Chris O'Donnell one day. He's yeah, not in this movie though. And <sighs> one of the velocity? few people that's not in this. Let's see. Terminal velocity. That was uh sheen. Yeah. It was yeah, later. I mean, he, did in all, the 90s. he did all kinds of stuff, man. Yeah. Okay. So there's our big top billing guy right there, but we still have Michael Bine. Yeah. You know, Terminator. Aliens. Later on, he did movies like Tombstone, things like that. Well, uh, and let's not forget that he was in a movie with another cast member, one Mr. Bill Paxson. Well, I said the movie they were in. I said, I said Terminator. I know, but I wanted an excuse to play this bit. I didn't know you had the drop, otherwise I would have let you set that up. I love that. That's how you know things are going. That's how you know things are going to go south. Well, Michael Bine (laughs) got Bill Paxton the job. You know they were trying to fill out the cast, and he's like, "Hey, I've already worked with this guy twice, twice. You know, you already did Aliens with him, so he's like, you know, we already have that like brotherhood kind of working mentality and kinship. You know, so it's like bring him on. Um, Then you get guys like Dennis Haysbert. Who was in? Who had worked with Charlie Sheen in Major League? He was in Major League, Serrano. Yep. Um, you know, you had uh, was it Rick Rosovich was also. Yep, he was uh, one of the seals. Yeah. It. Yep. And like he had been in Terminator. Mm-hmm. You know, he was uh, also a lot of people will know him as Slider in Top Gun, or yeah, Chris the Fireman in Roxanne. With Steve Martin, which I thought that was a fantastic movie myself, actually, which 
you know, <laughs> you know, this is not a comedy uh, podcast, but uh, no, I, but I we watched those now. movies. There's nothing. We yeah. can't say we didn't like a movie that's because it's not action, uh, unless saying, it's back draft. But you know, it's uh, no, you said not action. I know. You I said, said we can like movies that aren't action. Yeah, like Backdraft. Yeah, uh, but, but mm. it is. I know what I said, but no, yeah. I mean this is a this is a stack cast. I mean, yeah. Uh, so again, another reason this movie should have been better than it was. Should have been amazing. They had. You know, so, uh, they Go were ahead. trained by seals. That's what I was getting ready to bring for, up. Yeah. For two weeks, they were trained by seals. They had a little bit of a war games thing as like a graduation with the seals. Yeah. A lot of the times when you don't see their faces and you see them going through maneuvers, in this movie, it's seals. Yeah. Each, each cast member that was one of the seals in the movie had their own actual Navy seal assigned to them. So if there were certain scenes that were, that needed a bit more realism, like some of the breaching scenes, obviously the uh, halo jump and some of the underwater stuff. Those were all done by legit actual seals. Yeah. The, and, the firearms in this movie, legit uh, uh, MP five ends. Yep. All the weapons uh, they uh, use Barrett 50 cow. I mean, the grenades, the way that the grenades exploded were realistic grenade explosions, baseball grenades. They yeah. want the frag grenades. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. So like this movie for realism, yeah. they tried to, to be pretty solid as well. And we've already said the name of the movie, but the other reason, I don't want to say this was the reason the movie was made. I think it's the reason the Navy got on board with it was because of how well Top Gun, A, did in the box office and yeah. B, recruitment numbers after Top Gun came out for the Navy, went through the roof. So they kind of wanted to recapture that because, hey, you're going to do a movie about Navy SEALs? Let us let us help help you get involved, which is why we got the training from the SEALs. They filmed at Norfolk, our largest uh, Navy fleet. Fleet headquarters, fleet. yeah. I was yep. trying to yep. think of fleet. Our yeah, largest yeah. fleet that you know is docked on shore. The Navy was all for this. They're like, what do you need? That's, that's pretty much how it was, you know, because we expect a lot of, and it is, if you read some of the trivia, a lot of guys that were part of like seal team six and stuff like that were like, yeah, I watched that. I watched that movie and I wanted to join. So it worked, but it didn't do like top gun work. Well, yeah. Not to mention that top guns budget was an estimated $15 million and worldwide brought home over $357 million. So but um, what we just figured, talked oh, about, you know what? Maybe we're making some money on this one too. But again, there was no reason this movie shouldn't have. You had, <laughs> you had more than what Top Gun had. Here's the big thing that Top Gun had was Don Simpson, Jerry Bruckheimer attached that, to it. That, that is a hundred percent it. Now yeah. uh, I know I, that we talked about the director a little bit and I'm not, sure. you know, talking bad about the guy. But no. this movie missed the mark. So you can have all this great stuff. all And it's all filmed well. It's pretty much believable on a lot of the things that they did. But there's no like interconnecting flavor or soul no. to this movie. And that's no, what the, it's yeah. missing. They attempted that with, uh, again, spoilers if you guys haven't, you know, but at this point, 
at this point, you know, we do this. So like when the chief dies, they try to use that as the big emotional pivot point, you know? Well, that's because uh, it's the, the ho- only <laughs> plot we have. He's getting married. Yeah, so that's, that's the one plot we get is they're getting ready for him to be married. And right before he says, I do, they get a beeper call for a mission and they just all drop what they're doing and leave. Right. So that is this whole thing. Like she appears and it's S I don't want to mess up her name terribly, but it's Epitha Merkerson. The, um, the, the wife in Terminator two, the wife of uh, miles Dyson in Terminator. Yeah. 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 But, um, that was supposed to be our emotional link to this team was through her and it doesn't work. No, not, it doesn't not work really. at all. I, I no, not and, even really. And, it doesn't work at all. Like he, I had yeah, no emotion was, in the funeral scene at all. So, so this movie, the, the team was supposed to be Michael being the leader, the, the, the mild, milder mannered leader. He's the Charlie. He's Sheen, the more reserved. Charlie Sheen, the hothead and chief was like the intermediary intermediary between the two. He was the friend of both of them. And I think that was supposed to be the pivot point that when he went down, it divided to really went against each other. And then at the end kind of came back together, but it's like, I don't don't know, man. It just didn't work for me. It missed. I I didn't care. I was like, Oh, he died. A hundred percent missed the mark. So like you said, we got Michael Bine, who's the team leader of this crew. Yeah. He, I believe it, but it's only because I've already seen him do it in aliens. He kind of plays a leader role in Terminator. I've, I seen, I've seen that character. So I know what he's going to do. Then you get Charlie Sheen. Oh, and by the way, he totally did it because then he gets shot at the end, has to be carried around again. Like he does in Terminator. Exactly. He had to get carried by Linda Hamilton and then carried by Sigourney Weaver. And this time he got carried by Charlie Sheen. Um, so I know what I'm getting when you put Michael Bynes in the movie. Charlie Sheen's character would never, ever be allowed to go on a mission in real life as a no, seal. He, he, no, he that would have dude, passed psyche Val. He was a psychopath in this movie. They they play him up like this, like rebellious adrenaline. hothead, adrenaline junkie. Yep. You know, yep. he jumps out of a jeep off of a bridge into the water to get out of going to the wedding for his best friend, essentially. And you're just like, and that's how you're kind of introduced to the character. You know, he wakes up in the ocean from drinking the night before and then bails on everyone by jumping off a bridge. Cool to see in a movie. I love it. It's a great scene. That's it. It's, it's a great scene. And that scene is done and we go on to a wedding scene. That scene yeah. is done. We go on to the mission. You know, and the, the here's the thing too, like the rest of the seals, Sam's God, uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the, the sniper, uh, Bill, Sands, Paxton. Bill Paxton, but with everyone else, you don't really even care about them. I mean, you got, you know, Leary who ended up being, uh, like their medics. You're like, okay, cool. But then you've got, uh, Rexer. Ramos and Rexer and you know you don't even know you don't even care about them you only get their name because you're hearing them being talked to in the mission, the scenario, mission. scenarios 
there's nothing like they try to show a little bit of camaraderie after the mission where they're all like playing poker and stuff like that. Um, you, you don't get the brotherhood feel. It's kind of like aliens. You felt like that team had done multiple missions together, would lay down their own lives for their teammates, you know, especially yeah. like Vasquez and, um, the, the other heavy gunner, and I can't think of his yeah. name right now. Yeah. But, you know, those two had more believable brotherhood than the entire crew of Navy SEALs. Yeah. The, I mean, so you didn't even care there. You know what? Here. Drake. That's his After, name, Drake. Drake. Yeah. Thank you. After the first mission, they do a debrief. I'll play a line real quick just because it's Bill Paxson and we love Bill Paxson. We love Bill Primary Paxson. LZ was aborted. I covered their movement to the secondary. You engaged hostiles? I vaporized hostiles. Yeah, because he has a Barrett 50 cal sniper rifle that has shells as big as my forearm. Dude, I swear. Of course he vaporized them. I swear Stallone watched this scene of Bill Paxton with the sniper rifle, and that's why the dude in the fourth Rambo movie blows all those guys away with that sniper rifle, and they, like, literally explode. Because that's yeah. what this one does. Like these guys get knocked backwards twenty feet sometimes when he's called God, and I like that because he oversees everything. He's kind of like the protector. He's their Overwatch, yeah. <laughs> and and here's what's cool about that too is that I'll play a clip here in a minute too when they're on a a, a uh, another mission at the end of the the movie. Um. God goes up in a, in, in a elevated position so he can start seeing they're under fire and he goes yeah. up so he can start picking people off and he gets hit up there. And, um, Michael Bean goes after him to go see what's going on as he does. He falls money pit style into a hole in the floor. And so uh, weird. I know. Right. And, so and weird. So a, a, a bad guy, <laughs> they literally call them bad guys in this game. In yeah. this movie, he, he shows up and he's going to shoot him. And this is uh, Michael Bine calling for help. I'm not chief. Guys, I've got company up here. You're an American? Guy, come in, guy. Your God doesn't help you now. And that's the sound of a 50 cal bullet hitting this guy. It blows this dude away. And Bill Paxton did help him. That's probably my favorite thing. It's like, you know, he, he's calling for God in the radio, which is Bill Paxton's character. The terrorist hears it as he's praying to God to help him. And he's like, God can't help you now. And Bill Paxton dying. Bill Paxton blows this dude away through a wall. Yeah. Still just nukes this dude there. You know, there's a scene in it too, where he's, sniping and he's got he's he's trying to, to pick targets and he's like you know he says like my starlight scope have has nothing i'll switch to thermal yeah and he sees them behind walls basically with thermal imaging i could be completely wrong here but i don't think thermal imaging was that advanced in 1990 to sit on top of a 50 cal Okay, because and, he's, and the distance that he had. So now, granted, him being a seal, okay, they probably had more elite 
gear. Yeah, and a fifty cal can go quite a ways. Yeah, so, but that's what I'm saying, like not that far. He wouldn't be able to. Being as that's my favorite character on here, I did look into it. A the the starlight he has, which is like night vision, yeah. totally legit. The thermal, while it did exist and has existed since like the sixties, was such a large, loud, cumbersome machine that it a wouldn't go on top of a gun and b would not be very helpful in a scenario like that um, well like but it's FLIR a technology well, FLIR technology just got big in the fire service in like the mid to late 90s yeah so now we can like, get it on our cell phones so yeah it's, yeah, <laughs> it's mean, easy now but so uh, uh, no yeah, they, it was a cool visual kind of yeah. a almost a predator-esque kind of feel to it um again you also have to look at this movie like it was a giant recruitment video for the Navy. Look how badass you can be. Look at all these cool guns and weapons. And, and you can jump off bridges and no yeah. problem. Oh, and yeah. their whole. Um, so let's go. We're, we're on our Bill Paxton kick. So let's just go ahead and sure. bring up the other part of the movie that we both like is the golf scene where they're oh, yeah. running around. Apparently, I'm hoping this is a military golf course because they are destroying this golf course. It don't matter, man. They're SEALs. They can do what they want. Remember? They all almost have their own golf cart. At one point, they start playing polo with the golf carts and golf clubs. And the reason we're bringing this up is originally, the directors and writers wanted them on the beach playing games with yeah, bikini football. Gr- uh, football with yeah. bikini girls everywhere, and Bill Paxton straight up looked at him and went, uh, they did that in Top Gun, so why don't we do something a little bit different? And had to convince them so much so that they went, okay, but you have to direct it. So they gave Bill Paxton a second directing unit, and he directed that whole golfing scene. And honestly, it's probably the most believable part of the entire movie. You know, Bill Paxson brings, uh, no matter what he does, when it's uh, Twister or even Coconut Pete and Club Dread, you know, you, you see Bill Paxson, you know, that's going to be the best part, probably the best part of the uh, the particular film, you know, the most believable acting anyway. We've, when it comes we've to been that. Bill Paxton fans forever. I mean, I know when we first met and hung out. Oh, yeah. We, it was always something. Oh, Bill Paxson was in this. Oh, I love Bill Paxson. You know. And RIP Bill Paxton, we miss you, but you know, man, he left a legacy that is yet to be filled. Did you know he was in stripes? I did not know he was in stripes. He was just a random soldier in the background in the movie stripes. Well, he was a random dude in commando when he was the radar tech. Yeah. But he got a speaking role that was, and he got that because of Terminator. Right. Where, where he was the punk just punk kid him and um uh, the guy that played the the bad guy in cobra uh brian thompson was the oh, other oh yeah, yeah yeah i forget who the third one is but brian thompson's the other punk yeah so he he was that and then uh it, well weird science right around there and then aliens well, yeah, yeah. so terminator weird science commando aliens in that little time frame there yeah he did all right and navy seals and navy seals so wow Again, there are so many scenes in this movie that are just awesome. Like, I like this movie. I really do. 
This is an enjoyable movie to sit down and watch. It's just not a good put together movie though. It's not very good. This is I'm the action guy. I can find anything I love in some of the worst canon films on the planet. Dude, this was the unmade. This is the canon film that canon didn't put their name on. I, yeah, Dan was kind of like, did canon make this? I'm like, no. He's like, this <laughs> felt like a canon movie. And I'm like, yeah. this was like canon with a good budget, but they didn't spend it on the writers or no. <laughs> any kind of the script work. It was just like, we need more guns. and uh, They spent it on Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I'm sure he wasn't cheap. Uh, no. You know, that again, this was the heyday. But I um, mean, Char- Charlie Sheen, Michael Bean, and and uh, Val Kilmer's now ex-wife. I, I think that's how they, I think that's honestly what they spent their money on. I know. I love that in that trailer, how they actually said Kilmer at the end of her yeah, name. Uh, Joan, she, Joan she, Wally. She plays the yeah. journalist. She rolled hard with that Kilmer name. Though, I guess, that man. One. You know what? Let's go ahead and take a break real quick. When we come back, we can do the body count. We can do the Ali Ongs and we can kind of wrap things up because just like this, uh, this movie, there's not a lot of substance, I think, because no, we, got a, we have a little bit more we can talk about. We're not going to be that fast. Come on. It's not going to be two hours. It's not going to be two right. hours. i tell you what, there ain't that much. <laughs> All right. All right. Stick around. Welcome to the Monster Movie Stomp Down, where twice a month we review monster movies from all corners of the planet. Join me, Sludge. And I was, went to watch it the other night, and she's like, why are you watching this? You can quote this movie line for line. And that's very accurate. My co-host, Mark. Don't ask me to, to do a stomp down on this, because it's zero. <laughs> okay, dude. Ruben, what's your stomp down rate? And our brother from Texas, Ruben. It's just, I'm like, wait a minute, they tricked me into watching this. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I felt like. like. As we give you the history, our review, and the stomp-down rating of some of the best and worst monster movies around. Available through the Podbean app, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Amazon. Make sure and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just how drunk are we gonna get? Welcome to Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, where each month we drink finely crafted brews while watching terrible films in order to see just how drunk you have to get to enjoy them. So tune in and join Troy. Killboy Kreitz. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Dave. I have the weirdest boner. And Pete. IPAs are ales, meaning they are bottom fermented. Excuse me, they are top fermented. I f- that up. <laughs> Try that again. <laughs> As we drag Kathleen, Hear me. kicking and screaming through an alcohol-fueled podcast dedicated to movies of questionable quality and the frosty adult beverages that help make them tolerable. Good beer, bad movie night. Clearly, it's the beer's fault. Hey, this is Jimmy Street, host of the Live and in Color with Wolfie D podcast. Hear the life and times of professional wrestler Wolfie D. From his times in the territories with PG-13 to his times in WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and more. Nothing is off limits and nothing will be held back. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all major podcast formats.
All right, welcome back. Uh, wow, ooh, wow. I am. I'm that was rough. That was rough. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, man, I'm. T- I've been fighting this off for a couple of days now. Um, we're back here on. Give me back my action movies. The podcast. This might be my last episode. I don't know if I want to make it. You'll be Charlie. Fine. You'll be fine. <clears throat> Charlie. <clears throat> Charlie. Talk about Navy SEALs. That's what we've been doing. No, I... <laughs> yes. All right. Strike like lightning, man. Uh, I, I I told you before when I labeled that as a drop, I labeled it as suck like lightning because that song is just... That is the type of music that just accompanied, again, like we said, it checked the box. Does it oh, have a, wrong. a rocking soundtrack to go with the movie? Yes, you know, and we just got done talking about the uh, the golf scene, which I like that, and I also like the scene that follows it, where Charlie Sheen's uh, four four two Oldsmobile convertible gets towed, and he chases it on a bicycle down the street, jumps on a flatbed, on a flat, jumps yeah. onto the flatbed, unhooks his car, and drives his car off of the flatbed. He raises it up, but. He drives his car off the flatbed and gone. It, while while this is being played. Oh yeah. It, it's yeah. gold. It's gold. Well, I don't know. Gold no, it is, is man. I'm, again, uh, if it, I it's... if if I could divide this movie up and dice it up, all the parts are awesome. Even this song. <laughs> This may have to be the new hype song. Love it. it this is funny. There's another podcast I listen to, and they love to, to point out the songs like this. And this sounds just like the same. Matter of fact, one was in the Wraith that they just covered this month with which Charlie Sheen. Um, oh, yeah. And they've done they've done so many others of these like 80s and 90s. What what kind of car is on the Wraith? That's it's a Dodge Interceptor, which was a one off. Uh, kit car concept the hilarious thing though that a lot of people don't realize is underneath all that coolness it was essentially like a go-kart that's it makes sense yeah it's yeah. super lightweight and all this other stuff but uh ask her it. I'll, I'll plug the guys over at podcasting after dark they're doing wraith timber um so they've been wraith talking timber. about well they they have another show that is two dollar late fee they talk about the soundtrack which is fantastic okay. Okay, then they have Podcasting After Dark. They they do a walkthrough of the movie. It's a four-hour podcast, I'll warn you right now. Oh, and geez. I loved every second of it. And then uh, they, uh, $2 Late Feed, did an interview with uh, the guy that played Charlie Sheen's brother, um, Jesse. I think his name's Jesse in the movie. And they did an interview with him. So they've had like three episodes. And so I'm going to message them saying, hey, I know it's not the Wraith, but I'm getting a Charlie Sheen on it before the end of the month to wrap up <laughs> Wraith Timber for them. But a little plug for some friends. It's a great shows. Check them out. Wraith Timber. That's for all the movies for them to choose to make an entire month out of the Wraith, huh? That's kind of their thing, man. They don't do anything that's mainstream. Uh, I, like us. I mean, we could jump right into doing Terminator 2 or... 
uh, we will do the Rambos, but we could have started out like that. And it's like, nah, there's some fun, obscure movies I want to talk about first. You know, I, like I said, I, I did like the Wraith though, so I can't complain too much. No, the Wraith is a fantastic movie. Uh, They actually just got re-released on Blu-ray. Oh, did it? Yeah. Like last month or something like that. I went and bought it. It's at Walmart. Oh, that makes sense. (laughs) That actually makes sense. Yeah. It's it's just if you have, we'll just plug it now. If you've never seen the Wraith, go rent it, buy it, wherever you got to do. It's it's an excellent movie. You know, Navy. Se- I was thinking about Navy Seals again because that's the episode we're supposed to be doing. I was going to say that's kind of what we should be talking about. Not uh, Wraith. Look, man, there's not a whole lot to talk about. I mean, we've kind of talked about it, but uh, there's a little bit more we can squeeze out of this. This, this movie. well, what I was going to say though is that a lot of this filmed in Norfolk, Virginia, where at the Naval Station yep. there. But a lot of the other stuff, the uh, overseas footage, mm-hmm. was all in Spain. Yeah. Kind of weird. Excuse me. And you don't hear that very often when they talk about filming movies. No. So, But all the military vehicles you see in this, the sub, the carrier, the chopper, and stuff like that, it was all Spanish military. So yeah. if you watch the scene where they're on the carrier going up the elevator, you can see a Spanish flag in the background. There is. Like almost yeah. everything was Spanish or American, except for the Russian APC at the end of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because like you said, they had to fit in a a car chase still. And it was uh, you get the most mundane looking four door Volvo Saab sedan, and like five Navy SEALs are inside of it, running away from the bad guys, and the bad guys have this six wheeled APC chasing them through town, and literally. <laughs> literally bust through a wall as it's chasing them it is again there's nothing in that scene i didn't love i loved every bit of that car chase it was awesome it didn't help the movie any well there's you know there's a few quotes in this movie that actually were pretty good very classic 80s 90 quotes for example uh hawkins uh charlie sheen's character he was he was talking to the guys. He was like, "For God's sake, be careful out there." Ramos goes, "If I were going to be careful, I'd have joined the Coast Guard." Oh yeah, I love that. You know, that's a good line. So and, there are some good lines in there. Uh, and the way Charlie Sheen even delivered that, I was like, he 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 did this like whole like voice to it that wasn't like his character voice. You know, yeah. it was like, "God's sakes, guys, be careful out there." <laughs> Almost sarcastically, but not, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, but uh, there is, you know, there's a lot of cool, there's a lot of cool lines in this movie. Like I said, there was a stinger missiles in it. Those are cool. We have a drop from the stinger missile part, don't we? uh, We do, as a matter of fact. So when they, they try to go and take out that when they first come across the stinger missiles, they're actually on a rescue mission. Yeah, so they're not there for that. They get intel, and right. intel A was way off because there's way more people there than well. What they were military intelligence. What do you expect? Exactly. So they what they're doing is they're getting the the hostages secured. One's been shot, so they're stabilizing him. Uh, Chief initially, his first job is to get any paperwork or anything he can grab within sight. Intel uh, stuff. Intel yep. to grab. Charlie Sheen and uh, Ramos are clearing unsecured areas that are like within sight. It's a big complex. So they're like checking doors. They find a locked one. 
there's a a tiny tiny subplot with the main villain gets past them because he acts like he's an Egyptian sailor and beats himself up. Uh, And Charlie Sheen's like, I want to kill this guy. I want to smoke him, but they're in a rush. Um, And so they're on their way out. They get kind of split off because they're uh, laying cover fire down. So Charlie Sheen and Chief end up separated, get into a small firefight, duck into this other warehouse and realize the terrorists aren't shooting at them. And they're looking around like, what the heck? And Charlie Sheen brushes off this uh, crate. And it in America, and it's Stinger missiles. I think it's they're called American uh, missile. Red Eye or something like that. Well, the Red Eye missile actually was the precursor to the Stinger. It, it, it's essentially a shoulder-mounted yeah. missile launcher. Yeah. yeah. It, it can take down planes. It can go miles. Um, so in the event of that, they're trying to figure out what to do. Charlie Sheen grabs two grenades, throws one in the doorway where the bad guys were, and uh, Chief's like, okay, now what? And Charlie Sheen pulls the pin on the second one and just barely lobs it over his shoulder into the crate and says, run! And they take off running uh, just as the grenade's getting ready to blow up. And this is the drop. No shit, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, even if you look at Charlie Sheen too during that scene, like he's got wild eyes, kind of when it blows up and stuff. He does so, man? I mean, he played. He, he did a good. He did a good job of being insane because, it, well, it's Charlie Sheen. It's not far from the you know. No, he probably had a bump or two before each scene, so I'm sure he was riding the white tiger and some tiger blood the whole time. So yeah, exactly. He was. He was uh, striking like lightning. Yeah, he was uh, hot like lightning or strike like lightning. Yeah, something like that. Lightning Although, bolt of his Yeah. When you told me we were doing this movie and Charlie Sheen, uh, you're, you're like, uh, let's do Navy SEALs. Charlie Sheen shoots a lot of bad guys. I said, okay, I started getting drops. And for some reason, I got this one. War. It's fantastic. I, I think that's a different movie, sir. <laughs> I was confused for a moment. Uh, no, but it totally fits, man. You're watching yeah. this and you're, that's kind of this movie war. It's fantastic. Yeah, it really is. This movie's like, Hey kids, do you like killing bad guys? Yeah, you know, that's exactly that. <laughs> that's that's what exactly I, what this movie well, is. That's how, that's the new trailer we make where it's just a recruitment talking to a bunch of kindergarten kids, you know, yeah, it's like, exactly. do you like guns and explosions? Yeah. <laughs> hey kids do you like killing bad guys yeah. no. that's exactly that the whole time in the background that's perfect yeah. let's remake it, navy seals and as they're shooting in the bag shoot all the bad guys in the background you see like bikini chicks or something and that's that's what this recruiting video should have been 100 percent. i'm behind that's that essentially what it was it's it was pretty <laughs> You know what? I, I, I'll to say to, to repeat what I just said. I am a hundred percent for them remaking Navy Seals. Let's just say that they can't ruin it. Let's remake it. Give me a new Navy Seals. Yeah, I'd be okay. With that. They're remaking everything else anyway. They might as well. Might as well, man. We've gotten Red Dawn. We've gotten uh, Lethal Weapon as a TV series. Might as well make you know Navy Seals. At this Give point. me Navy Seals. Exactly. <laughs> 
I don't, that I don't summed know, this man. movie up 100% war. It's fantastic. Uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> that was yeah. another thing when we were talking earlier, we kind of nailed it. It was like, this movie is essentially what you would imagine like five or six of your best friends getting together, playing in the backyard. And we're, we're going to play war. Okay. I'm going to be the leader. And so you got, everyone has to do what I say. And then you got the other kid that wanted to be leader, but everyone voted him out. So he's going to be the hothead Charlie Sheen character. One and, guy's like, I'm going to be a sniper because I found the longer stick. Yeah, okay, he got good. the longer stick. So he's the sniper calling himself God the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I, that's what this movie is, was just a group of kids playing then, war in the background. And, <laughs> and they're the like, okay, who's the bad guys? Well, who's the bad guys on the news right now? Uh, Middle East terrorists? That's the bad guys. Yeah. It was, this was literally a coin toss of, should it be Russians or should it be Middle Eastern Eastern terrorists? Yeah. It's, (laughs) you know, it's, there's comparisons to be made with this at Delta Force, obviously, Mm -hmm. but like Delta Force still had better feels to it and a lot better music. I cared Uh, about the characters in Delta Force. Yeah. I really did. I cared about the hostages. I cared about you. You got a feel for the team a little bit. It, unbelievably we're gonna say canon kind of did it a little bit better but had they had had delta force had the amount of action and budget that navy seals did you put the two together it would have been the blockbuster of all blockbusters Ooh, navy seals delta seals delta seals didn't they make a version of this called like operation delta force or something or did they use footage of this in that? Why would they have used seals for Delta Force? No, no, Operation. Um, oh, shoot. I thought that there was another movie that they used scenes of this and kind of filtered them into it. Uh, oh, News shoot. to me. Let me. I don't know that one. Let me look this up. Hold on a second. Look it up. Edited, edited into Operation Delta Force in 1997. Navy SEALs uh, was? That's what it says. It says, part of this movie, Navy SEALs, has been constructed by editing footage from a previous time. Okay. Part of the movie Operation Delta Force in 1997, which is a TV movie, part of that movie had been constructed by editing footage from a previous title, Navy SEALs. Wow. I mean, I've heard of Uh, them doing that, depending on who owns the rights, but. The movie Desert Thunder 1999 footage of their parachute jumps from the airplane into the water and some other scenes came from Navy SEALs. I could see that. I I, I actually, I could see them because that would be an expensive uh, thing to film for a low budget uh, TV show. Well, I see 2005, The Marksman, which is a video, I guess it says. The scene where the team jumps out of the plane is stock footage from Navy SEALs. Okay, I'm starting to see a theme here. Let's take the most expensive scene in the movie because they really did do that. They, you know, they had guys jump out of a plane. I don't think it was six miles like they said, um, but they did have to fake the uh, failed parachute. That was yes, that was legit. Um, where they had to cut away the chute and pop the reserve before he hit water. Um, you know, by God, we don't care what the stuntmen have to go through as long as we get a good shot. But that's God, right. God bless them, man. The, the yeah, the stuntmen are like seals; they get paid to take risks. That's what they're paid for. <laughs> I love it. Now we would we would be remiss. 
we would be remiss if we did not mention the fact that uh, as they're hiding, a terrorist comes over to Charlie Sheen and starts talking to him, and he shoots him and says, boring conversation anyway, we're going to have company. Yeah, we got to throw the Star Star uh, Wars line in there. Ooh, well, I, 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 almost there for a second. I almost faux pod. Um, no, <laughs> a lot of talking. Maybe I'm sick now. Yeah, that's what you it might is. be. I caught what you have telecommunication wise. <laughs> no, but I I don't know, man. I want it. I I've seen this movie a lot. I really have, and this is probably the first time, I guess, because of doing the podcast, where I feel like I need to watch it closer. Where I'm yeah. like, I, I like this movie, but it's missing something. It just yeah, this, this movie again, like we said, was good, but it wasn't great. And I think that I can't pull, I can't pull specific stuff from it to express on this episode because that wasn't enough. Well, it's like what I said earlier. If you chop this up into little bitty pieces, I love every little piece. We're not going to play any clips or really repeat, but let's just say there's some very racist and oh. <laughs> um, some very cancel culture stuff that Charlie Sheen's character does in this movie. It, and it's, I think even for the nineties that had yeah. to be kind of, ah, maybe you shouldn't have done that. So uh, barring that, and maybe some of the, the forced love interest between Michael Bine and Joan Wally, even though there wasn't Kilmer. Any, uh, Joan Wall Kilmer. She's not that now. So I guess if we want her on as a guest, we can't, <laughs> can't say that. But they had this like, it wasn't even a will they, won't they? It was just, here's yeah. here's the good looking dude, the good looking girl. They're out to dinner. They're close. Nothing ever happens from at one, it, so. well, at one part, she's asleep in the bed. He's just sitting there. It's like, so did they, didn't. I, I think there was a cut scene care. when I read about it was. There was That's supposed it. to be, but it just didn't work. It was. They're like, they, you know, you know, it's real bad when they cut out the banging scene. Uh, you know, it's real bad when there's not a making of, of a nineties or eighties movie. And there's nothing on this movie for behind the scenes. You know, the most offensive thing in this movie though, not the language that Sheen's character or any of that. It's this. Stop it. I'm gonna make that my uh, my ring ringtone. I'm making it my ringtone. You you should get that tattooed on your back. Just the lyrics for that song. I should strike yeah. that lightning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Horrible, Charlie. <laughs> I love it. What you uh, want? You are you wanting to make this one of the shortest? Sh- well, it can't be because Delta Force was our shortest. But. Yeah, this is a shorter one. Just I'm out of stuff to say about it. No, I gotta be honest with you. I mean, it's I, just, it's, I, I honestly think though, we have covered this movie and explained. I think we have, that's the point. I think that this, this movie is this, the length of this podcast and how much we've squeezed every ounce out of it. This movie should tell you what this movie is. Right. And, and I can't believe it was almost two hours long. You know, I think that is one of the other detriments to this movie is 
Okay. Maybe it's in the editing. Maybe it's I th- all I in the think editing. That's what it is because you're right. This is an hour and fifty some odd minutes. It's fifty three. I think. <laughs> yeah. So there's a ton of stuff that could be cut from this movie and tighten it up to like a good 80, 90 minute action flick, which is what they should be. You know, there's not enough substance of this. That's you get tired through this movie. Although it has the kind of pace though, where it's like action, action, little bit of slow action, action, little bit of slow. You know, there is a bunch of action in this movie. All right. Well, you know what? I looked up the editor thinking maybe it's the editor's fault. Maybe the editor didn't very good, do a very good job. He did it for free if I read it correctly. <clears throat> well, I'm looking at the credits, and I will just hit some highlights for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rocky Three, Rocky Four, Cobra, Over the Top, Navy Seals, Prince of Tides, which is not an action movie, but it was, it was a good film. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, uh, Patch Adams, Galaxy Quest. I love Galaxy Quest. Uh, Not at the Museum, Rush Hour 3, Men in Black 3, Red 2, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Okay, it's not the editor's fault. No. So Now, we can say it wasn't his fault directly. That doesn't mean that someone wasn't uh, over top of him saying, no, you can't cut that, or yes, you have to leave that in, you know, you know what I mean? Sometimes your hands are tied. All right. So now I'm going to blame, I'm going to go ahead and blame the, uh, producers, the production company, the, the, the big bosses, because I'm out of ideas beyond that. Because like you said, <laughs> this movie should be good. Yeah. It ain't. No, it, I, I mean, that's the, the short and skinny of it is the story is equivalent to a, G, a live action GI Joe episode. Yeah, it really is. It, it has everything you're supposed to love in an action movie. Period. That this movie checks every box. There's not a box left unchecked. Uh, there's no boops, but there's no <laughs> there's no box that's not hit and no like high point. If you're watching this in clips, it's they're awesome clips. When you watch him jump off the bridge, it's awesome. When he Steals his car back. It's awesome. The battles when they're rescuing the hostages. Awesome. Their shootouts. The APC car chase. Fantastic. The the underwater kill of the main baddie was a lot to be desired. And there was no blood. Even Jackie, uh, you know, normally I talk about Jackie watching these. She goes, yeah, where was the blood? He just cut his throat. I'm like, I think there's only like three blood splatters. Yeah, this isn't the whole movie this movie is a lot of blood this movie's rated r because of language yeah Yeah. there's nothing else in this movie that would make it r-rated yeah i you know like i said again all the elements should have came it should have made a better stew right you can have the best ingredients on the planet but if you don't cook it right this might be, it might be too many ingredients in the stew. They tried to make it too much. Some flavors overpower uh, other flavors. There's no subtlety into it. We're correct. now a cooking Maybe. show. You know, we'll have to get uh, Gordon Ramsay on here. What's wrong with this movie? It's shit. It's just shit. War 
It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm sticking with. I'm sticking with that. That is the. That's the movie. That clip right there is the movie. All right. Well, then let's get to something a little more uh, us, and let's let's let you count this up. Yeah. All right. So, what's the body count of this film? Um, not really surprisingly, once you watch it and see all the battles with the dead terrorists, um, 44. That's it? I expected it to be more. Does that count for the three SEAL members that died? Three SEAL members that died in the entire film? Chief God Rexer? Is it Rexer? He gets waxed. Well, does he get waxed or do they? No, he gets waxed because the last one is wounded. He was the one driving. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, it's, that's counting everyone. Now, again, they, this is only counting like actual, like on screen, you know, deaths. But uh, once you start thinking about the amount of shootouts, like when they grab the hostages, it was very low key and Uh they're running. So then they go on to the, um, the ship that they get duped and they only kill two bad guys on oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. the one, they, they didn't die. They didn't kill the one. He blew himself he up. But, he, but this is body count, which means right, people right, that right. died. So he set off his own booby trap and he died. Um, and then Charlie Sheen hip fires and kills a guy that's holding a woman hostage. Yeah. Again, cool scene. Cause he says about his mom. That was funny because the guy's talking in whatever language it is, and the the guy, the other SEAL guy, is the interpreter. Charlie uh-huh. Sheen looks at him and goes, "What did he say?" He goes, "It was about your mom." And Charlie Sheen shoots him between the eyes and goes, "No one talks about mom." Exactly. And all I can watching. picture is the mom from uh, Two and a Half Men. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, and I have no asterisks. I have nothing to add. This is just your run-of-the-mill body count. They shot guys, and they died. I regret watching this movie now on this episode. I don't regret watching it. I don't. I mean, I'll, will I watch it again? Probably. I'll probably be like, what haven't I watched in a while? Navy Seals. Ooh, Navy Seals. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It didn't make for a very good episode. Well, I, I don't know if I would say that. I think this is different, and... We could just sit here and synopsize movies all day long and talk about how great some movies are. I, I like this because this kind of broke me out of my, there is no, that. Eh, let me, I got to change how I said that. Cause I don't want to say this movie isn't bad. It's not, it's not bad. It's, it's not just, bad. It's not, it's not. This one broke me out of my rose colored glasses of. All these are fantastic, and they're all. I can't ever drop one below a seven. I can't, you know that. That's what this movie did, and I, I gave away a little bit of what I'm going to rate it. But I think you'll still be surprised. Um, well, then let's go ahead and rate it. Then let's rate this. Ah! Yeah, what do, you think, what do you think about that? I like it. Yeah. That'll work. That'll work. Yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't. He doesn't talk a lot. 
<laughs> no, he just punches people and yeah. shoots them and shit. All right, Charlie. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and start this one you, off. You go first. You, you go first. Yeah. And I'm going to give it, uh, I'm going to give it six. Six Aliongs. Okay. And you're damn good. You're damn lucky to get that. Um, but no, seriously, like the cast, solid. The director and writing credits, solid. This movie, again, for the umpteenth time, I'm tired of saying it, should have been better than it was. Well, I'm, I'm six and a half Allianz. I, again, I agree with you. We've said it so many times now. It's just getting repetitive. There, there's no reason this movie shouldn't be among the great movies out there for the action. This one should be like right next to Delta Force. It should be next to Commando. There's. There's nothing in this movie that shouldn't be there, but it's not. Um, I, I'm, I'm sticking with my, it has everything except the soul of an action movie. We look, every hot dog doesn't need to have ketchup, mayonnaise, mustard, relish, hot peppers, and coleslaw on it. Yeah, the hot dog that, eventually that, gets lost. And you and left with a, and you get a soggy bun. I hate soggy buns. I really do hate soggy buns. I, I look, man. I'm, I'm a ketchup mustard hot dog man. You know. You know. You know what I hate? I hate being sick and trying to do one of these podcasts. This is like what your second or third time doing this. <sighs> You're not as bad as one of them we did, where I think no, you're literally the one dead. I, yeah, I told you to talk and I laid down basically and just let you. <laughs> That's what. Every once in a while, thing. his head would come up and he would move it like he was talking. You know, so yeah. I was uh, I was talking to the hand puppet guy. <laughs> uh, basically, yeah, this one I like seen it, that movie somewhere. And like I said, I it it's head cold. It's it's all yeah. good, but it's uh you know just my throat's been sore, uh, my chest is sore from coughing and hacking, and oh man, I yeah. I I have the I have I feel like Navy SEALs. I should be better <laughs> than I am. There's no reason I should be sick, but I <laughs> <laughs> that's right. There's no reason to, uh, I'm look, sick because. My kids went to school and they got with other kids and they got sick and brought it back to me. Damn Navy SEAL kids. That's what it was. And <laughs> I'm going to, if that make any sense, I will tell people to watch this movie. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and go, don't waste your time because there's the good in it is good and worth watching. It really is. Bill Paxton alone. It's worth seeing yeah. him in this movie. And you can tell that even he is, there because the clip we played of him that's the same tone of voice he talked in the entire movie was <clears> yes yeah, this very low-key kind of guy that's what he's scared to jump out of the plane at one point and he's like there's no point in jumping out of a perfectly good airplane you know it, it, okay man how about a little emotion you know well, I, I do love the line there they go you don't have to like it you just have to do it or you don't There's have to that. love it, you just have to do yeah, it. I think you don't have to love say, it, yeah. you just have to do it. So, so pretty good line. I say watch it maybe once. I will go on record and say this is probably my anywhere between 10 to 15th time of I own it. That's what it is. Dan got this on Pluto. Pluto TV. <laughs> Pluto yeah. streaming it, and I have the DVD. Yeah. You know, so that this is probably the fourth time I've seen it. I know me and you have watched it. Well, it may and be fifth then. And I know we didn't bag on it. This is one no. of those rare ones that you even brought it up and was like, yeah. I knew you were going to pick it. You know, he put it in there knowing I'm going to pick that movie. Yeah. Yep. So it's like, it should have been better. 
Very simple. Navy SEALs. It wasn't. Why don't everyone out there listening, you watch it and then tell us what you thought yeah. on the uh in the Facebook group. Find the post of this movie. Uh we're gonna we, we will obviously post that we dropped the episode. When we do, find that post and comment below. Let us know what you think about Navy SEALs. That's right. <sighs> are, are you I'm ready? Gonna, are you ready? To- I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to eat them cough drops as soon as I'm done. That's what I'm going to do. Chew them up like candy. Why do they make cough drops taste like candy, though? You remember the, like... The Lutons? The wild cherry, yeah, Lutons? Yeah, you Dude, I can eat those as, I can eat them as candy. Well, they were. They didn't, they didn't really help. With, Not really, no. They didn't help. They didn't help with shit. Um, now so, we're a pharmacy <laughs> show. <laughs> well, with your family, we could be. That's, uh, that's, that's true. You have, what, five pharmacists in your family, I think? Uh, one, two, three, four, and then five. Yeah, five. Yeah, all yeah, techs. I'll I'll be counting oh. for a while. Yeah, exactly. Benjamin just passed his tech test. So did he really? Yep. Oh well, good for him. Uh, I'm surprised Anthony hasn't yet. So, <laughs> I, as long we, as he uh, passes tests, I don't care what they are. Exactly. All right, everybody. Let me uh let me get my cards here. Get your cue cards. This is the only scripted part of the show. That's it. Make sure you subscribe and like the show, please. You can check us out on Podbean, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, Alexa, pretty much anywhere. There's so many. It's like, we just go to your one you like and look us up. Yeah, and then just subscribe, because if you subscribe... You will catch all the episodes, even when we start adding the new shows to this feed and or hint, 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 the surprise shows yes. that may come down the pipe. There will be surprise shows. There uh, <clears throat> yeah, there will be. So uh, get in the Facebook group. If you don't, we will hunt you down. Instagram. That's where Charlie shares a lot of stuff. Check that out as well. Yep. Email us at. Say it along with me, Pete. G-M-B-M-A-M-P-O-D at gmail.com. And we would like to thank Mountain Empire Comics in Bristol and Johnson City, Tennessee, respectively. You can check them out on Facebook. We have already told you to check out Sludgecast, Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, live and in color with Woofy D. I think that's the three right now. Yep, yeah, that's our three that's right it. now. That's good. Okay. I, I don't know. You may have, there may be something else that I haven't heard about yet today. It There's, seems like uh, things have, the way it's gone very quickly from, hey, Charlie, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. To, hey, uh, what what's going on again? Oh, uh, yeah. We got a network now. Oh, okay. I, I, I inadvertently created a network and uh, you, you say it jokingly. There may be another one on the way from another uh, podcaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So if you're a podcaster out there and you like this show and you want to be a part of the family, email us, talk to us. We're, <laughs> there you go. See what we can see what we can do. See if there's a spot uh, for you. Yeah, we can. We're just put another pour another chair up to the table. Uh, now we do know that there we have we have people have asked. There has been a a small demand. And we have heard it, and we are working on some merch. Yes. It's it's a little bit down the road still, but we are working on it. We have heard you. We're going to get some stuff together. We'll let you know what it is. 
And I know some people are going to be like, well, just upload it to one of those t-shirt sites that I see all over the internet. And I'm like, you're not wrong. I can literally just upload our logos. Um, but I've been looking into them and some of the best ones that are popular for some reason, their shipping is like 12 to $15. And if you're buying a cool ideas. Yeah. And if you're buying a 15 to $20 shirt and you have to pay another $15 on it, right. I don't blame you for not buying merch. Well, we have a couple cool ideas for packaging and stuff like that from yeah. it do to do in-house. So we want to try that instead. Maybe it turns out to where we put it up on Teespring or, or we uh, may still Big put Cartel that option up e- like that, but even if we do some of it in-house, we may yeah. still put that option up there. Some people exactly. just like the convenience or if you use them a lot, you're already like, well, I'm going to order 27 t-shirts. That shipping isn't that bad when you spread it out along that. Yo, amount. I'm like, you're sure. not wrong. Yeah, you know, yeah, at that point. But we sense. are we are in the process of merch. I kind of wanted to get the network thing situated before I jumped into that because you need a website. You need all this other stuff for promotions. Oh, Charlie. You, you, you done there, big guy? Huh? I I am dude, I'm wiped. Seriously. I've I would have taken days off this week, but uh the it couldn't. <laughs> uh, no we had, we had a guy on vacation i couldn't take time off so it is what it is well my gift to you is an under two hour uh, yeah an hour and a half podcast an hour and, and a half podcast. that's my gift to you that you really tried to get it an hour earlier well honestly too if i would have cut out all the time of me gasping for air and pausing why took a drink of water and stuff it'd probably be shorter than that even but that's uh, fine yeah, it's, hey, it's what it's one of those ones, man. It is what it is today. Hey, man, this show like I it, said, it strikes like lightning, man. It, no, it, no, it this this show is like this. Medic! That's what this show is today. It's <laughs> this episode, uh, not the show. Come on, well, no, man. this no, this no, this episode is that. This show is. <laughs> I know. Actually, God, you know, I love it. This show is war. It's fantastic. There it is. I think we have a new permanent drop in the <sighs> repertoire. You love that guy. I war, need to, I'm gonna, war medic and leave. Those are my three favorites. Well, I'm running out of rooms for the drops on this program. <laughs> so uh, someone's going to have to come off a few bucks to get me a roadcaster eventually. Oh, All right, guys. Man. I'm out of here. Charlie, do the thing. I'll be back. I knew you'd say that.